It's Monday morning. It is some Monday morning, and um, (laughs) it's 9.30, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Marianne. I've got my apron on. Oh, that is so great. And and I know that that's the truth, even though I lied about it being Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just because we have to pre-record so that we're not in the studio. That's why. I know. I know. (laughs) So so my lie is counterbalanced by the truth that you actually have your apron on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, I just wear it too much. In fact, the other day I fell asleep um, um, in the middle of the day. I took a nap with my apron on. I just about strangled myself. (laughs) (laughs) like like from behind you know like like yeah choking my neck down it was like so funny I'm like oh my god good thing I'm not a toddler (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, now your aprons are gonna have to have disclaimers on them I know, or like just like a, a lawnmower, they're going to have to have that release. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the kill switch. Safety. I'm going to have to get like, yeah, the kill switch, the safety OSHA apron. That's what I'm going to have to get. I wear one too much. Well, Marianne, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> it has been Cause nice. Yes, yeah, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to resign from this show. Why? <laughs> because... Three times in the last two weeks, we had hot dogs for dinner. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, kudos for admitting it. And second of all, like the rest of us didn't. Oh, my God. Oh, poor Dale. I, I mean, three times really, you that is pushing the line, Linda. But on the other hand, oh, a good hot dog is a good hot dog. I mean. Oh, I know, but. But I mean, just the whole like, you know, I took myself in my apron like I'm a toddler and I'm eating hot dogs three times in two weeks. And that is not the only tubular meat. We had we had bratwurst too. And it was so funny. Okay, so um, uh, maybe you know, because I only talk about three different things over and over and over and over because of the state of my brain on this show. But when I make bratwurst, I like to cook it on a cold grill like I... And I do my ribs that way too. I start, I, I put the meat on the grill and then I start the grill and it heats up with the stuff on it. And it just seems to work better. So anyway, I um, uh, started the, the bratwurst on the grill and then my friend Sally Patty rolled up. And so we, we do this thing out on our driveway that we call where we sit about 25 feet apart and then we holler at each other. <laughs> and that that's socializing in the pandemic. So so we're out there yakking away, and I swear to God, because I know what time I put those bratwurst on the grill, it was 70 minutes later. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> and I jumped up, and poor Sally Patty, because she had no idea why. I didn't, at the beginning of our conversation, say, you know, I have bratwurst on the grill, because I'm pretty sure I'd already forgotten. <laughs> anyway, so I went back there, and it was a crematorium. They were absolutely <laughs> fried. And so I told Dale, you know, and I even took a picture of them because they were so shriveled and black and pathetic. But then pretty soon, so I'm back down um, down in the driveway, and pretty soon, you know, Sally, Patty, and I are having our coffee. And Dale comes by, and he's got one, and he bites into it. And it sounds like he's eating, like, spanakopita or, 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 or something like that. It sounds like phyllo dough because it just shatters yes. <laughs> in a bunch of different layers. And he's like, hey, these aren't that bad. And I'm like, yes, they are. They were on the grill and full blast for 70 minutes. So um, I bought a big thunder pack of um, 
uh, bratwurst because it was, you know, the the week of the tubular meat. And so, um, <laughs> well, I, actually... I missed that on my calendar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll alert you next time. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so, so, um, uh, uh, I still had some left that were fresh. So there were five of them left on the grill. And so I weighed those and those were 8.3 ounces. And then I weighed five of the fresh ones and they were 20.9 ounces. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyone, I, I, anyway, I broke one in half, you know, very crispy and, and, and flaky like it was in its, you know, meat thing. Who, who, whoever has crispy, flaky meat, you know? <laughs> anyway, so I tossed it out in the yard and, and Orbit ate his, but then Otis went and buried his. <laughs> <laughs> And that is the state of the cooking, and that is why I am going to have to resign. Oh my gosh! You first of all, you are not you 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 may not resign, and second of all, this is just, we're talking about home cooking. Stuff happens to all of us, to all of us, and it may have been hot dog week or tubular meat week for you, but I made Salisbury steak, which is running a close second. You know, I mean, oh, it's just you like your, you got one foot in the nursing home. I know. <laughs> and my husband loved it. <laughs> I know. They like the Because, you know, true. gravy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. but basically, it's just, you know, a hamburger in a different dress. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's uh, <laughs> it's a default. And it was my uh, <laughs> because I we have a lot of potatoes now, all of the potatoes that Tom planted are starting to come on. And it okay. seems like every day when I walk into the kitchen, there's a little pile of grimy potatoes sitting by the sink <laughs> waiting for me to scrub them. And <laughs> so oh, I'm having to like think of massive amounts of things to do with potatoes and um, yeah. Salisbury steak with potatoes, mashed potatoes and gravy was like a, a obvious one so yeah uh so i did that but but you know it's right there with hot dogs in terms of uh, i just don't feel like it i don't feel like it i'm yeah. just gonna make uh this yeah. you know a hamburger patty yeah yeah yes. i will say that i gussied it up in an in a feeble attempt to make it look like i did something by uh sauteing some chanterelles and lobster mushrooms because wild mushrooms like crazy right now yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, well, I, that sounds way fancier than what I put in the bun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's a hamburger without benefit of a bun, though. God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, poor Dale. I'm like, ooh, do you want some mustard tonight? <laughs> so, ooh. <laughs> Oh, and then, oh, I'm not even done with the tubular meat. Okay, and okay. so then when I paid attention and grilled the remaining bratwurst, then, um, uh, so there's this mustard that I, I get at the Beaverton Farmer's Market, and I have for decades that I just love, and it comes in like a tall, skinny jar, and it's just something that's locally made, but I just love it. And so if I'm a rep there, I'll buy a case, you know, and that, that keeps me for a year, a year and a half. I just love it. Anyway, so what I do is... Um, uh, I put some of that on the bun. I, I use, I don't squirt it. It doesn't come in a squirt bottle. It comes in a tall skinny jar. So I just use a knife and I spread it on and then sauerkraut and maybe a pickle if we're feeling really fancy. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's the bratwurst. So anyway, I spread the mustard on and I didn't feel fancy, no pickles. So just some, some sauerkraut and I, 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 I bit into it, 
sweet mother of Southeast Asian spices. I had used the identical jar of the hot Chinese mustard. <laughs> and it was just so hot. And so those were ruined too. Oh my God. <laughs> I, you know, fate is trying to tell you something about this whole hot dog thing. And hence my heartfelt resignation. <laughs> The, the the worst part about those kinds of stories is that you can't just like tear your apron off and go that's it we're going out because we're exactly. not going out so. exactly <laughs> and it, it feels like I'm subconsciously throwing a a little I want to go to a restaurant fit, yeah you know yeah but um uh, anyway it, it was um quite the the week of the tubular meat oh jeez. <laughs> You know, uh, last time we talked, we were talking about green beans, and uh, the the wild mushroom thing makes me think that uh, green beans are really great, just boiled or steamed, and um, and then lightly sautéed with uh, a variety of whatever kind of mushrooms you happen to have on hand. Such, yeah. such a happy yeah. combination. Yeah, a, a little butter, maybe a splash well, now- of cognac. And now that crabbing season's over, that's um, my stepson. He's a commercial crabber. He's also um, an avid mushroom picker. And I, I really like getting from him, getting them from him, because I know he pays attention, you know, that he's not picking them by any poisonous plants or anything like that. And um, I just I feel really safe. And then I can really enjoy them, you know. Yeah, they're so amazing. Oh, you are really delicious. lucky uh, where stepsons are, are concerned. I mean, this guy brings yeah. you f- salmon and mushrooms and holy cow. You know, it's very great. lucky. And crab. Yeah, very, and very, crab. very, very lucky. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. What a guy. Um, so I am having this uh, potato crisis. Uh, like okay. I have baked them, boiled them, mashed them, roasted them, scalloped them, made, uh, you know, mashed potato patties. I've made hash browns, which then can be wow. turned into latkes. But really, seriously, I need some ideas about potatoes. I, well, I hesitate to go, you know, too crazy. Like, uh, let's have potatoes dauphine or whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I'm really like struggling to come up with a way to a brand new way to make the same old potato look okay well um and this is kind of redundant but hey fire me anyway (laughs) (laughs) i already quit and oh withhold your pay (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but um do you remember i mean a few months ago um there's that new ina garten recipe called emily's english roasted potatoes and um and and they are just delicious. So um um it uses a lot of oil, but that oil is in the pan when it's done, ah. and you roast them in the oven. But you you dice a, uh, um your potatoes up pretty big. You know, it's like an inch and a half. Oh, okay. Um, even two two inches, and then um okay now I'm gonna try to remember. Uh, well, it's an Ina Garten, so you could just give us the uh, uh, principle of it, and we could find it because Ina Garten. Okay, I think that what I did is I boiled them for a little while. It was like a specific time, but it's called Emily's English Roasted Potatoes. I remember that. So you boil them for a very specific time, and then you cool them off for a specific amount of time, which sounds like a pain, but it's not. And then you toss them in um, a, a, a big quantity of oil. It's like half a cup or something. Um, on a sheet pan and I, uh, of course I do it on parchment and that's way better 
and then um, put them in the oven for a specific amount of time. And then they just turn out so crispy on the outside and so creamy on the inside. And the thing that's really exceptional, I think about these potatoes, one, they're delicious, but two, when you put them in the fridge to have them the next day, they're still creamy on the inside and crispy on the outside when you heat them up. They're not leathery. Because wow. always when you roast potatoes, they're good for a minute and a half, and then they're leathery. Any roasted so, vegetable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you look at this recipe, and if you added up all the ingredients, it would be 5 million calories. But um, um, almost all of the oil is still in the pan. You'll see when you make them when you're done. It's just it needs to be in there when they're cooking. And uh, tell us one more time. It's Emily's. Emily's. Okay, Emily's English Roasted Potatoes, and it's an Ina Garden recipe. Yeah. It's really good. So you can and find it a million different ways. Yeah, just on the internet. Yeah. And um, uh, I, um, for me, Ina Garten's recipes pretty much always turn out, and so it's one of those things where she's like, oh, I have this new recipe, and it's really good, and, you know, she just doesn't say that every week to try to get clicks, you know? Right, exactly. I see, Her yeah, stuff see. has always been tested within an inch of its life, so if, yeah. if you don't like one of her recipes, it's because you don't like what's in it, not because it isn't a good recipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In so. fact, she's got this new tomato soup, and I was just reading about it yesterday. I've never even seen the word before, have you? It's Sal Marejo, I think, S-A-L. M-O-R-E-J-O. No, I don't know that. Yeah, and it, it's a cold tomato soup, kind of a gazpacho type of thing, kind of be, um, kind of between a, well, a bread salad and a, a, a gazpacho. It's got oh. bread in it, and you make it in the blender. But um, she's using the same kind of, like, verbiage, like, you know, this is something that is you know, a, a new recipe, and I'm really excited about it, and it's really good, you know, um, she doesn't say that about everything, you know, right. it, it's just, right. it's just, it's actually the first time I've seen that kind of verbiage from her since, um, Emily's English roasted potatoes. And so, um, I'm going to try that pretty much here when we hang up. <laughs> and, and also but, September is sort of the, uh, uh, ultimate, but also like last call for really good, um, Tomatoes, vine ripe tomatoes, yeah. and all of the kinds of uh, kinds of stuff that you would want in a cold tomato soup is just like yeah. peaked right now. So perfect. Yeah. I'm going to try it too. Yeah. I will look for it. I haven't seen Salmore, it. and I don't know if I'm saying it right. Salmorejo. Okay. S a l m o r e j o. All right. Yay! I think you are saying uh-huh. it right. <laughs> yeah. It and, seems like uh, you are. She's, <laughs> she's got um, some book coming out in a couple months, and that's the the like recipe she's giving out ahead of time all right she's got another book coming out jeez louise (laughs) (laughs) it it helps to have a big staff doesn't it i mean i'm guessing it does it's not like i know (laughs) but i'm pretty sure that would make a huge difference uh golly uh i want to take a quick minute uh linda and and i'm sure that you will um join me in saying thank you to uh, everyone who contributed to Coast Community Radio during our uh, fall membership drive. We're very, very, very grateful, and uh, we will try to uh, show our appreciation by continuing to bring you radio you can count on and uh, radio with uh, tons of familiar voices. And seriously, it's just the best. I mean, it's it's so amazing that we can just rather than have a week long or even longer than a week pledge drive where we try, try, try to get money, 
that we can just ask in a couple sentences and you guys will all send it in. And I swear to God, I will not boil hot dogs three times again. <laughs> I will pay attention to my responsibilities as being oh, the co-host so, of this show and actually cook something. <laughs> that will be it your thank you gift you. this time. Yes, yes. It'll be my pledge to you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So if you uh, didn't have a chance yet um, and you still are uh, of a mind to donate to this fabulous radio station, you can do that by going to coastradio.org, clicking on the Donate button and setting up a one-time or a monthly donation there or uh, finding our mailing address if you'd like to send a check or our phone number if you'd like to call during uh, business hours and uh, talk to a staff member because we do have uh, two or three staff people who are continuing to uh, actually keep the radio station open, uh, not open to all of us to come into, but uh, keep it up and running. So we're really, really grateful to them and we're really, really grateful to you for, among other things, helping us have that fabulous staff so uh thank you so very much and also a reminder that there is never any uh late penalty on donations to this radio station (laughs) never 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 it's always appropriate doesn't matter if it's a pledge drive it's always appropriate so uh so so if you find yourself with a extra extra parcel of cash from you know not eating out or doing anything (laughs) (laughs) really i know that's for sure Uh, send it our way (laughs) Uh, thank you so much yes thank you so much uh so i'm not even going to ask you uh what you've been cooking lately because now we know oh my gosh yes but um but i did do something a little different what? Um, or um, I was making, you know, if I make soup, I so often put kale in it. I just really like kale in soup. I just do. And um, I have found with kale, and I've since tried it with rhubarb too, that um, if I freeze it first, that it's a lot tenderer. I'm, I'm not, again, cooking the bejesus out of it so that it turns um, gray, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, um, if, if it's not the world's most optimum kale, um, that worked really good, and it worked with some giant end-of-the-season um, rhubarb, too. Um, uh-huh. I just froze it first just to, you know, how stuff gets mushy if you freeze it. But if you're going to make, you know, like a, a rhubarb pie or a strawberry rhubarb pie or a tart, and um, you freeze freeze it first, it's just it it, um, it gets what you want, which is mushier. You yeah, don't want yeah. a crunchy it's pie, a lot you more know? tender, for sure. Yeah. Ooh. I, that's, that makes me just want rhubarb sauce, like applesauce. I love that stuff. I could just yeah. eat bowls of it. Oh, uh, yeah. so good. It is really delicious. It is so good in everything. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I was saying that I'm thinking of a million ways to use potatoes, but another thing I'm cooking a lot of these days because they are so accessible and local and uh, versatile is eggs. I'm just... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I cook breakfast every morning, but I'm also just, uh, you know, they're my substitute. They're they're my, like, uh, hot dog dinner when I don't want to do something else. And I will you just... you don't want to get laughed at. I just... Well, if I don't have a hot dog, that's the problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I... Um, I uh, I will actually make eggs for dinner after I have, like, given... <laughs> eggs to tom for breakfast because 
uh, it's a quick, easy, delicious dinner, and all I serve it with is an apology. <laughs> so. No, it's good. If I tell Dale we're having breakfast for dinner, he gets excited. I mean, I think that that's good every once in a while. Yeah. And, of course, egg salad sandwiches, it's summer. I know. And potato salad, I get to kill mm-hmm. both the eggs and the potatoes in one easy dish. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so yeah so, I've done I read a recipe I would have re- read a recipe I wish I could remember who online um and how they made their egg salad was they took the 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 hard yolks and then they they um you know mixed in some mayonnaise and you know some mustard and dill and and um mixed that all up in a food processor so that it was smooth but they really didn't use a lot of mustard it was a lot yellower than I usually do with egg salad and then they only put in like half of the egg whites so the thing was pretty much a lot more yellow stuff than I'm used to and that was that was pretty good it was it was a change it was an entirely different sandwich yeah it would be so not anywhere near as much mayonnaise as you would normally use and then uh, um, half or less of the egg white and then what do you do with the rest of the egg whites Oh, well, what you do is you go, puppies. I had to say that softly because that is the way that you do it if you want them to come immediately because they know they're going to get a treat. Yeah. And then you fling them into the yard and then it's like like egg white Thunderdome as they battle it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's what you do. an egg white's only version of Easter egg hunt. <laughs> yes, yes. But way more violent. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the other thing uh, with egg whites is uh, if you're using a recipe that doesn't use the whites, then what will you do? I'm not baking all the time like you do. So I never know. Well, and then with the hard-boiled eggs, I mean, you have to boil the whole egg. So you have egg whites that are hard-boiled. Yeah, right. But But it works. I mean, for me, it's just protein. It works just to toss it to the dog. Certainly, you can put it on a salad if you don't have, you know, the... yeah hounds like I do what were they the bumpus hounds that was it from that Christmas story movie <laughs> yeah well I I don't know I'm uh, with eggs I'm at the same stage I am with potatoes where you know once you've poached them soft boiled them yeah. put them in an omelet a taco uh stir uh scramble uh then what and a fried egg sandwich I'm like going yeah. through my repertoire uh pretty often these days because eggs are one of the things that I can always get yeah. without having to go. I, because there are so many um, uh, local uh, food producers who are selling through uh, the small farms market at uh, the North Coast Food Web, I can always mm-hmm. get fresh uh, eggs f- f- uh, any week without having to go into a store. So Yeah, yeah. It's one of my things. Well, and it's nice to know you can pre-order them so you know when you get there that they're going to be there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that they so, have been uh, harvested that morning. So, Yeah. So um, something I wish I made more of is egg souffles. Oh, I love souffles. I know I do too. And when I lived in Minnesota, um, we ate vegetarian, you know. And so I think I made them more because, you know, there's it's just it's a vegetarian entree. Right. But I, I never make them here. I don't know why. And... And um, I really like them. And I keep thinking I should make egg souffles, and I just don't. I love uh, – we 
talked about uh, Ina Garten a lot, but she has a blue cheese souffle that is a no oh, fail yeah. and it's so delicious. And um, the challenge for me is that there's only two of us. So if I make yeah. the regular recipe, it's like this giant souffle and quite frankly, leftover souffle, not so great. So, yeah. um, uh, so I need to figure out a way to cut down on the recipe enough that I could hmm. make like two smaller yeah. s- uh, souffles but I haven't thought about that that see that fell right off my radar for my like egg repertoire but souffle fabulous yeah. well it's such a 70s thing like quiche you know but yeah. but it's good and I just don't know why I don't make it hey I wonder if you can freeze it raw and you know how you can freeze raw chocolate souffles yeah I just yeah and then bake them I, and I wonder if you and I've never tried I wonder if you can do that with just a regular egg cheese souffle i don't know mm-hmm. i'm always a little skeptical of frozen cheese but maybe when it's all yeah. like together like that it might I, I think it's worthy of a test for sure yeah like i wonder if you could put them in you know individual ones and freeze them I yeah don't know, yeah like in ramekins or something and, yeah 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 that's a really. I'm gonna. Tr- I'm gonna be able to talk about souffle next time I see you. Uh, see you on Yay! the radio, <laughs> because uh, that is something that I. Uh, that is so delicious and kind of like really deluxe in a way. Like yes. I, th- I think a nice uh, chilled sparkling wine and a green salad out of the garden and a warm souffle. Yipes! Yeah. Yeah. I, I would almost feel like I went out. Yeah, <laughs> went out to yeah. eat. <laughs> if there were less mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Do you have mosquitoes? Yeah, we do this year, and we never have before. I don't know. I just figure it's part of the whole dumpster fire that is 2020. Yeah. Well, maybe it but, is. But we haven't had yeah, uh, other... mosquitoes yet. I'm sure we're going to have like a, a plague of locusts or something soon. <laughs> what What is it that we haven't had yet? We're going to have that pretty soon. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Almighty. Crazy, uh, crazy, crazy times. I am grateful that I, I pretty much every single day think about how grateful I am to A, have a place to live, B, have a kitchen in that place to live, and yeah. um, C, ha- live in a community where people grow and and um, ranch and catch fa- and forage fabulous, fabulous food that I can get you know even in times of uh scary scary diseases i am still able to get beautiful local fresh food because we live in the right part of the world and we know wonderful people (laughs) yeah yeah we're lucky yeah i I guess that was a long-winded way no but it is it's true and i'm sorry you have so many potatoes (laughs) <laughs> I have a lot of potatoes. I, I There is not a real urgent thing about potatoes. I mean, I, there's a point at which it's a little bit urgent to get them out of the ground before they go mm-hmm. off. But um, once they're scrubbed and dried and sitting in a bowl on the counter, I can sort of wend my way through them. But I, it's yeah. a relentless pr- process. You can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> I well, guess and, and I, could, uh, I could uh, prep them and freeze them. I mean... Oh, I don't think you can freeze potatoes. Well, you can buy frozen hash browns and yeah, but they're parboiled and they're they're flash frozen. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I'm real. I'm really serious. I, I don't think that you can. Okay, well then I'm not going to waste these perfectly lovely yeah. homegrown yeah. potatoes uh, trying to do something to them that will ruin them. 
Well, and then you, you, I forget how um, specific, you know, cooking instructions are from one kind of potato to the other because I always use Yukons, and I know exactly how long I have to boil them or exactly how long I have to bake them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but some of them, like those purple potatoes, I mean, they just boil up if you look at them like you're angry, you know. And then others, I mean, they're little teeny tiny fingerling yellow ones that I, I, I got in my CSA. And I mean, I thought I was going to have to have them for dinner, not lunch, because they were just boiling and boiling and boiling and boiling and boiling. And, boiling and I couldn't get a skewer in them, you know, and, and they're all so different. We are out of time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we have to say goodbye. Thank you, Linda Perkins. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. So nice talking to you. Always. You better come on. Come on. In my kitchen. Come on. Cause it's gone to be raining outdoors. Girl, you're in trouble. That man put you down. Around.